Welcome to our podcast. We're your hosts, Annie and Mariah. We're unraveling life one conversation at a time, and we'll leave nothing left unsaid. Welcome back. Hey guys, welcome to episode two. Today. Ah. <laughs> uh. I feel like I'm mm. feeling all the feels. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, mm. ah, because we just we just did a uh, quick like little rundown before we started recording this episode. And let me tell you, the conversation that we just had. If you saw my web browser history right now, <laughs> you would be stunned. <laughs> but it comes from a, a, a standpoint of. Morals, responsibilities, obligations. (laughs) Definitely moral. Support. (laughs) Okay. So basically what we're trying to get at is, um, like we mentioned in episode one, Annie and I have both been feeling, and a lot of people that we know, have been feeling kind of stuck in life. And we just kind of need a reset. Like a complete 180. Mm -hmm. Um, Annie's looking for something particular which for her i'll let her speak on that it's more stability and what would you say like consistency well stability really stability is probably the main factor um and this so we're we're talking about um what's another word for job careers career we're talking <clears throat> about our careers or i'm talking about my career so my mind I would say actually over the last like decade of my life, my mind has been very, I've been very strongly opinionated on what I want to do for work. Mm -hmm. And over the last two years, it's evolved. And right now I'm just feeling stuck because I don't feel fulfilled with what I'm doing. But apart from that, taking out my own emotions from it, I'm not getting any source of stability which is causing a lot of strain on my mental health because if I don't have stability with my finances or with my, you know, my general source of income, how can I support myself better yet my child as a single mother? Right. So although I don't feel fulfilled and I think that I need to somehow fix that more, almost more importantly, I need to make sure that I'm stable with a job that pays me well mm-hmm. and isn't wishy-washy. Yeah. Which is what I'm currently dealing with right now. And I disclaimer, I do love my jobs, but they're just not doing what I need them to do. Um I'm not going to like go into details about that, but like I said I can't take care like, you know, pause. I can't rely on the jobs that I have right now, which is unfortunate because it's just unnecessary stress. Yeah. You know? They're so, jobs that you want to do, but unfortunately, it's just not providing you. Exactly. And it's also making me reconsider things like, hmm, do I actually want this as a job? Like, should I fully reconsider and make a complete reset on this portion of my life? Mm-hmm. And uh, my therapist, actually, she keeps telling – she told me last session I had with her – that I need to, like, just be open to new things, new opportunities. Yeah. I forgot how she worded it specifically, but the way she worded it, like, opened my eyes, and I was like, okay. She told me to live a little, and then she yeah. told me to, like, 
basically step out of my comfort zone. I was going to say, like, seek out new opportunities. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I like my comfort zone. Right. It makes me itch myself. Like, I'm scratching my neck. And if you guys remember from last season, Annie works a lot of jobs. Mm-hmm. She has a hard time saying no. And even just me thinking about what you had said, like, it's hard to give yourself 100% when you're spread out 10% in, like, like 10 different places you know what I mean I mean good news is I'm not spread out that many places anymore so Mm -hmm. that I have fixed and I'm like proud of myself for working on that but I'm still not where I would like to be right and it's tough like this age is so hard I'm 26 26 26 so we're 26 and it's like a hard age to be in because you feel like you should have your life together by now Mm -hmm. and you see people our age with their life together or at least it seems like they have it together online and you're like okay well what am I fucking up what am I not doing right which is making me not be at the place I should be at by now but then there's people who are our age who literally have their shit less together than us so it's like everybody's everywhere but I'm thinking like oh my god like I'm almost 30 yeah that's weird you start to get in your head and then yeah you start to get in your head you compare and all those things so I'm comparing, like, my situation to somebody else's, and I look at somebody on Instagram, and I'm like, oh, like, I want to be where they are, or how come they get to do this? And I'm like, that's not fair. I need to stop doing that. It's not fair to myself. And maybe they worked really hard to get there, and maybe Mm -hmm. I'm, you know, like – Or maybe it's just not real. Maybe it's not real. That's the thing with social media. Like, they show you what you want to see or what they want you to see, but you don't know if that's, you know, the reality of the situation. And so with that – I ended up deleting my – I still have an Instagram, but I ended up deleting it a couple days ago, maybe like five days ago at this point. Like just the app off your phone? Yeah. Yeah. Just I deleted that. I deleted Facebook. So all I have on my phone is TikTok and Snapchat, and I have like 10 people on my Snapchat. It's like my very close friends and Mm -hmm. my like siblings. There's nobody on it. I don't – like I don't care to use it, but – um. I that's all I have and I have barely felt a need to open Instagram like the first day the first day I was going back to the the folder I have it in and I was like oh it's not there oh it's Mm -hmm. not there and then after the first day I was fine with it yeah so I found other things to do but having Instagram was absolutely deteriorating my mental health yeah and it just sucks. I feel like they're one of the more toxic apps just because yeah. you can edit to the max and put on your story whatever you want people to see mm-hmm. and make your pictures all perfect. And but videos. also it was, it was hard to delete it too because I have all these business accounts yeah. that I like manage. Right. So I'm trying to do this for this and this for that and like try to stay relevant on my like aesthetic page and not having that. I feel like I'm not working almost too. So it's weird. It is a big part of your job. Yeah. But it feels very, it feels so good to not have to check five different Instagram accounts. And I'm like, okay. It's nice that you kept like TikTok though, because I feel like no one gives a shit on TikTok. Like they post anything, everything, whether you have makeup on or not. And you're getting the best of both worlds. Yeah. You're getting people who are like, hair done, nails done, makeup, outfit, like they're working it. And then you get the people that are on the couch, haven't showered in two days, messy bun, their kids' shit is everywhere. Very relatable. So relatable. So you're getting both. And that's why I didn't delete TikTok because I just love the – the just the overall vibe of it. Mm -hmm. Like it's the best of both worlds. You can 
not only are you being entertained, but sometimes you learn like cool shit right, on there. Right, you learn stuff. So yeah. that's why I didn't delete it. And um, sometimes I like wish that I did, just so I really cut off all social media. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you know what? I'm not even on TikTok all the time. Like yeah. I go on there maybe once or twice a day. Yeah. I'm on there it's usually bedtime, and that's it. I feel like it's a different world though, too. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not it's like not, a not world where you're constantly comparing yourself. Yeah. Or even like Facebook where people are putting updates like just had a baby, just bought a house, just right. did this. Um, or like, you know, just toxic environment on Facebook in general, just with anything that's going on. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't know. I love TikTok. I feel Me like too. it's I was very anti TikTok for yeah. the longest time. But Me too. it's such a good like it. You can find funny videos and stuff, yeah. and it's just... I sit there and I'm like crying one TikTok yeah. and then I'm laughing the next. Yeah, it's it's. I think it's like a. Some people get it get it twisted and say different, but I think that TikTok is like a more positive place yeah. to be. It also depends on like you know what you're liking and like what side what of TikTok, si- yeah, like what <laughs> side of TikTok you're on. And literally, my side of TikTok is like dancing videos, like manifestation videos. Mm-hmm. It's like all this stuff that correlates with me. Yeah. And, like, I've got cheer stuff on there, and I've got, like, girlfriends being silly together, yeah. and it's just all this stuff that I – For the most part, it's positive. Yeah. So, usually, it's not too much negative for me, but right. – Yeah. So, that's why I kept that, because I feel like if I wanted to have a little bit of entertainment, mm-hmm. then I can just go on there and, like, scroll for a little bit. Right. But, yeah, I had to delete my social medias because I – couldn't do it. I'm like, I'm sick of people updating it's really getting to you. I don't give a shit if yeah. you and your boyfriend had an argument. Stop fucking posting it on Facebook. <laughs> also, glad that's not me anymore. Right. But also, Instagram, just the comparison constantly and having – Constant. Alex it's so and I were saturated. About it. We were talking about it and it's, it's so weird if you pause and just like look at it. People are consistently posting stuff. We'll say the Instagram story because mm-hmm. it stays and then goes. Yeah. People are consistently posting stuff on their Instagram story, letting you know what they're doing. Why? Constantly. Why are you consistently letting people know what you're doing? Yeah. First of all, nobody really cares. Right. Second of all, unless you're doing it for yourself. Like Like to keep memories and stuff like that. Which is usually why I do it. Right. Me too. Like whenever I upload on Facebook, it's legitimately so that I can look back on it. Like I don't care who likes it. Right. And that's how I feel about Instagram too. But I'm like the people that consistently upload and update and this and that, unless you're doing it for yourself, like it's kind of fucking weird. Yeah. Or a business, you know. Or a business, or a business. Right, right, exactly. It is, it is kind of weird. It's so weird if you think about it. Like social like media, some people is, do their day to day, like yeah. hour by hour, and it's like, I feel like it's a little unsafe. It's, but weird. it's also weird. It's. it's I mean, weird. if it works for you and it's whatever, it's like it's. I guess it's different too, because like if you're an influencer and you do that stuff, then well, that's, that's how their you're job money. now, and yeah. now they're roped into it. So, but I'm just talking about like the rinky dinky person who's not. Any yeah. of those things and just, like, does it? I don't know. It's just something to, like, consider if you do that. Yeah. You know? I know. I used to post on stories all the time and I've really backed away from it. Yeah. Um, just, A, because I've been so busy. But, like, B, you, you do make a good point. It is weird. But it's, I mean, like, with Twitter, too. Like, some people used to do, like, they would just have an argument or, like, I don't yeah. know. I haven't been on Twitter in years, so I don't know yeah. what the Twitter well, verse is Yeah, like we now. briefly spoke about this. But I used to use Twitter as a outlet mm-hmm. where I would be like, oh, fucking like shit ass day or like, oh, when's it going to end? Like just a diary basically. But yeah. it wasn't ever to the extent of giving personal details. It was just like a very yeah. generalized like what the fuck or yeah. w- just stupid stuff. Right. 
and I haven't used it in so long, but even just thinking back on that, I'm like, why? Like, why would I put... Sometimes, don't get me wrong, it feels good to, like, put something out. Yeah. So that you can feel that fulfillment, I guess. I don't know. But... It's I like, don't you don't have anyone to bitch to, so let me just throw it on Twitter. Yeah, maybe <laughs> it's because, like, we're getting older and I just feel like it's not... Well, and I like to be more private about things, too. Yeah. You know? I don't like everyone to know exactly what I'm doing. And they shouldn't because those people, like, don't care. Right. The people that do. Yeah. I mean, I care what you're doing, but not, like, right. every single second. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Your haters care what you're doing. Yeah. It's funny that, like, when I had – after I gave birth to Luca, like, all these I, – I went back on my Instagram a week ago. One of the pictures I had of Luca, like, the very first photo, I had, like, over 600 likes. And now, usually my stuff gets, like, 100 likes, like, maybe, like, 120. Yeah. But this photo got, like, 650-something likes. That's a lot. And I'm like, that's a fuck ton of likes. Yeah. But why? Right. Why are you liking my shit? Right. You, we don't talk to each other. Right. Because it's a never... monumental part of your life. I don't know. Maybe. Like, you're, you're just cheering for the one monumental I don't know. It's stone just... in my life right now. I don't know. It's I don't weird. know. It is weird. It's a weird concept. But Instagram as a whole is very toxic. It Especially is. when you're sitting there evaluating your life. It and is. what you want to do and seeing other people do what they're doing. And it just makes you reconsider everything i know for me with, well with my change it's a big change yeah because i'm leaving my career like i you guys know i have one job and i'm leaving that job so i can't imagine like how you feel with your multiple jobs and you're like well shit like i need something that provides stability mm-hmm. Meanwhile, i have stability but i'm yeah. like I, I can't do this anymore. Right. I just can't do this anymore. So, I mean, I feel like our headspaces are kind of in the same mm-hmm. area, but they're – I don't know. It's hard. It's, it's hard, hard regardless. Especially, like, for someone like me. Like, I was working a job that I thought I was called to do, uh-huh. and for me to have to step away from that is very upsetting. And it's like, well, shit, did I just go to school for nothing? Like, did I just put all that work in for nothing? Well, sometimes I feel that way about, like, my aesthetic business. Because I'm always going to have my aesthetic license. I always love what I – I always love the aesthetic side of the world. I think it's great. But also, too, sometimes it's a little bit toxic, too. You're, like, Mm -hmm. always doing makeup and you're always doing this and you got to look perfect and you got to do this and you got to have your hair like that. And it correlates with social media where things aren't always real. I mean, I get both sides of it where somebody comes to me barefaced and I make them, quote, look beautiful, Mm -hmm. even though they were just fine before. Right. But having that in your head sometimes is, like, too much. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like when you're in um a relationship with somebody and you feel lonely even though you have a partner Mm -hmm. right there like kind of just going through the motions and yeah yeah like you're it's really not the partner it's kind of just you right and like what's going on in your Mm -hmm. own mental state so that's like with me right now I'm like I love this job maybe I don't like this other job maybe I don't like this other job but like it's at the end of the day it comes down to me yeah and like what's going on in my mental so it's going back to like that whole reset like what the fuck can i do to re like put a clean slate where i can just like start from square one but it's hard it's hard yeah how can you fully have a clean slate well i mean just for me like i like nursing is its own thing and there's like a million different directions i could go 
too, but I'm leaving healthcare as a whole. So I'm mm-hmm. starting from a clean slate too. Right. Like I'm taking a fucking 180. Yeah. Complete left turn, like out of the blue, something I'm not going to speak on yet. Cause I haven't gotten to the points. Like yeah. if I don't succeed at it, like I don't want to be talking about it too right. prematurely, but I'm doing something completely left field and it's like terrifying. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it's like, is this even going to work out for me? Like, it's definitely going to be a different – I'm going to be going from stability, mm-hmm. like you're talking about weekly income or biweekly income, to I'm going to be reliant on making my own income, mm-hmm. um, depending on how hard I work, depending Which on – Which is hard to do. Things that, yeah. Coming from somebody who owns a business, like, right. it's fucking hard to do. Right. And so, like, I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, almost at the point where I'm, like, okay, I'll just stay in my current situation because – it's providing me stability, even though it's eating at my mental every day. But, mm-hmm. like, what what's more important? Right. That's what you have to, I guess, evaluate because it's, – It's hard, too, when money's involved because the whole reason mainly – not mainly, partial reason is because I need, I need to make more money. Like, point blank, period. Yeah. I need more money. Yeah. But the other half is, like, I'm comfortable. I don't want to leave. Like, even if I'm not making money, at least, like, the job's not bad. Yeah. But if I can't financially – if also, I'm, like, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings if I leave or, like, mm-hmm. if I start fresh or go do something else. But, like, I have to consistently remind myself, like, it's not about them or whoever or whatever job. It's about me. Right. My son. And it's about being – able to afford basically basic human necessities right it's not even a want it's 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 like a a need it's a it's like a full-blown need right which I have to like I'm doing it right now in my head I have to tell myself that because it feels like a want right and it feels like oh I don't have to but it's like no like you need to otherwise like you're gonna be not in a good situation right. you've been comfortable in this position for so long right that you're like okay i i am comfortable I like can i've been make, doing good yeah. i can make do with this but like i need you you need more yeah you just need more and that's okay to say like hey i need more i deserve more right and yeah i'm gonna do right. what i have to do and the tough thing is is like how i don't even know me personally i'm like i don't even know where the fuck to start for more yeah because that's that in itself is going to put me in another career field or just in a, another situation where it's out of my comfort zone. Yeah. And it's like, first of all, how am I going to get there? Like, how am I going to get myself out of my comfort zone? How is a job going to come my way where I can hopefully feel fulfilled and be mm-hmm. get enough money in my yeah. freaking paychecks? You know what I mean? So have enough hours that I'm working, do enough of this and that. But also um, be there for Luca. Like, it's yeah. all these different things yeah. that I'm trying to think of. And I'm like, how the fuck am I going to get there? Well, I know that with the conversation that I had with you mm-hmm. and because you, you know, Annie reached out to me because she was upset. And I'm like, okay, like, what what can we do? Like, let's sit down. Like, even if it's you take a job that's providing you with stability, that it's not something you exactly want to do. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be long-term, but it's enough to get you back onto your feet right. for the time being, then so be it. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of suffer a little bit to eventually get to I where you like want to be. I feel like we're totally in the opposite – like we're in the same boat, but we're in the opposite direction yeah. because you are – 
hold on. How do I word this? So I've always been the kind of person where I'm like, I don't care what job I work. I just want to be happy. Mm -hmm. I don't care how much money I make, which essentially has brought me to the spot that I am in now. Right. Um, But on the other half of that, I've always been good with my money. Yeah. So whatever money I'm not getting, it doesn't matter because I'm still good with what I've, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I've always had a good saver, whatever. I budget. But I feel like it's flipping where it's like, I don't need to be happy. I need to make money. Yeah. Where you're over here like, I need to be happy because I'm not and I don't care how much money I make. Exactly. No, that's exactly So same boat, different direction. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like, I don't know. I've just talked to other people and even just speaking personally, like Adam is at a point where he really evaluated. He went through a lot of stuff last year and the year before. And when he took a step back and looked at what was the root cause of everything, a common denominator was his job. He's like, I just feel stuck. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so he took a step back from that. Right now he's working a job that he first started in when we first moved like out of the house and had our own place. You know what I mean? And it's getting to him because he's like, well, shit, like I just took a huge pay cut. Mm -hmm. I'm working more hours. I'm doing more work. And it's not work that I want to do, but he's waiting right now because he's um, interviewing and taking a test for he's going to go into the electrician's union. Mm -hmm. And so completely left field, again, for him because he usually does IT, military stuff. It's a good field to be in, though. Yeah. And so – and he's just thinking long-term, I have a family to take care of. I have a baby on the way. I need something with more stability and flexibility and – like he's staying in – the military, but he doesn't want to do what he's been doing right in the military. He just doesn't feel fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And um, at least with this, he'll get money and fulfillment out of it mm-hmm. whilst he's going to stay reserves. But like, you know, he's taking this short time to work a job that he would probably consider like not embarrassing, but just it, it was a huge cut. It was a huge cut. And then yeah. you're, you're kind of at like a entry level job now, which doing- is not right. Right, but he's doing entry-level work right now, and he kind of, like, you know, gets on himself about it. But I'm like, it's temporary. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be stuck here forever. Mm-hmm. You have your interview next week. You have your test next week. And then next month will be a new month, and you'll get a new groove going. I feel like so many people our age are going through something like this, but nobody wants to talk about no. it. And I actually had a friend reach out, too, that told me that they just, like, completely 182 and – they did something out of the blue with their career just randomly the line my therapist said was take a leap of faith that's what she told me that's what i wrote down in my journal and i'm like i'm like where where is this leap of faith like where where is the obstacle coming that i can hop over because is it this one is it another one like but yeah i think so many i i think i know yeah. So many people are going through the same issue and nobody wants to talk about it, which is really upsetting because – but, I, but like, that's your, that's your prerogative. Like, that's your own thing. But also, nobody feels like they can relate to anything because nobody wants to talk about it. Yeah. And nobody's open enough to do it. And I understand why because you feel, like, shameful. Right. You feel embarrassed. You feel right. like you're 26, 7, 28 years old and you're just – kind of like starting your life right now but it's just such a hard concept like your 20s is about figuring shit out Mm -hmm. and your 30s is when you have your shit together yeah but like I don't want to be 35 and just get my shit together 
Right, but everyone's timeline is different. Exactly, which and is hard to a hard pill to swallow. It is, it is, because you know, a couple of years ago, Adam's like two years older than us. He would always be like, you know, I feel like I should have had a kid by now. Like we should have been married by now. We should we should have had should have had should have had. Right, and I'm like, it's everyone's got a different path. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Not everyone's path. Like you don't have to be married by 23, kids by 24, like have a huge house by 25. You know right. what I mean? Like everyone's priorities and life paths are different and that's okay but it's hard it's yeah. hard when you're like it is hard and i i too think about my entire situation of getting married young and then living overseas and doing all this stuff like that stuff was amazing and it, it's a a time of my life that i will never in a million years forget mm-hmm. and obviously i was gifted luca and all of the stuff but i have to remind myself like it wasn't all peachy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, somebody's life might look peach. It's about the whole stupid comparison thing. Right, again. right. Like, somebody's life might look peachy, whether it's in person, social media, whatever, but, like, you don't really know. Right. Like, I wonder who was looking at my shit back then, being like, like, oh, my God, like, Annie's, Annie's living, married, she's yeah. living in Germany, like, she's traveling all over. Like what a life she Like, has. now she's in freaking Asia, and now mm-hmm. she's in Barcelona, but I'm like, eh. I was doing all those things and like, yeah, I was having a blast, but like also. You have no idea you what you were no going idea. through. Right. Yeah. That was me last year. I had a lot of monumental stuff happen, but like if you didn't, if you weren't, if you're not close, you don't know mm-hmm. what I went. Last year was incredibly, incredibly difficult for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you just don't know. Right. You just don't know. So you can sit there and compare all day, but Definitely. I don't know. It's just. If you are thinking that you need a reset or you're afraid to make a reset in your life, you're not the only one. No. I have um, a really close friend right now who is about to finish school. She has one semester left and she is thinking about just quitting the industry altogether. It's healthcare. Mm-hmm. Um and she's been really on herself about it. She's like, did I just do all this shit for nothing? Like, I'm going to just quit on my last semester. And she's like, even when I graduate, I don't even want to work this job anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, this environment is so toxic. I want nothing to do with it. Nothing. And I'm like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I said, either you can tough it out and finish the school and go do something else. Right. Or don't. You, there's no, like, right or wrong. You can always That's go tough. back. Yeah. You can always go back to school. But she's really – I really feel for her right now because it is a, a difficult position to be in. If she goes back, do all of her credits or whatever. I think all of her credits hold on, hold but on. I was like, you can look into it. I mean, you can always finish your degree online. You have one semester left. Mm-hmm. You know, you it, it's just clinical hours at that point. Right, right. So I was like, you can always finish that at a later time, but she's just like, fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what am I doing? Why did I do this? It's so hard. It's so hard. Yeah. Because you put in all this time and effort and then you're like, well, now what? Like, what did right. I just waste my time for? I just got got myself into all this debt. I think that's and- really a key point in everything because if you're somebody – even if you're not somebody who's completely self-aware, I think everybody has this fear of wasting time or not yeah. having enough time. But I do feel like if you're extremely self-aware, then maybe you feel it a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm just – doing bullshit but oh it's just like time is time is an illusion and I say that all the time Mm -hmm. time is an illusion it's just like what you make of it but it's hard when you feel like you're running out of time 
because I'm like, okay, I'm in this job. I'm running out of time with this job. Like I need to stop doing this so I can figure out what I'm doing next. Mm -hmm. And then it's almost like I'm rushing all the time. Like mentally Mm -hmm. I'm trying to rush to get through things where I need to slow down. Right. You have time. I have time. And that's, I think, where anxiety kicks in. And you're just like, you don't have any time, you don't have any time. And anxiety also kicks in when you're like, I regret that time that I wasted. But I feel like my, quote, wasted time brought me obviously where I am now. But I'm like, what does it all mean? Like, what does this all mean? Like, where am I supposed to be? Yeah. When am I going to be there? And a lot of people feel this way. I know a few people that feel this way where they're like, I just feel like I'm running out of time and they're a little bit older than me. It is in a way kind of true. Like time stops for no one. Right. But then like when you look back and you're like, oh shit, like I just wasted my whole day. I could have done this and Mm -hmm. gotten this done for this job or whatever. You know what I mean? I get it. Yeah. It's hard. It is hard. And again, making that reset is, is not an easy move, especially if you've been very comfortable in the same spot for a long time. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing this job for six years. That's crazy. That's my MO. That's yeah. all I know. That's and crazy. And I'm about to be stepping away from it. Not, you know, well, I have a baby on the way. So I, I kind of keep saying like, it's a blessing that I'm having a baby this year because I don't think I would have forced myself to take a step back from mm-hmm. this. Like now I'm being Definitely. forced to step back. Right. Which is great. But I'm not in a rush to get back either. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I would literally take time off all the way up until like January of next year. Mm-hmm. And um, Well, and also with the new career that you're trying to get into, even though it's going to be maybe difficult, a little bit more difficult to mm-hmm. have that stabilized source of income, it's going to give you freedom right. to be able to be with your baby. And that's what I am more – like I am sacrificing what I've wanted to do. Mm-hmm. For free time, right. freedom, flexibility, um, because you can't get those years back with mm-hmm. your kids. Exactly. I'm a so. firm – I am a firm, firm, firm believer. I know that not everybody can do this, but, like, be with your kid yeah. when they're that little, yeah. if you can. Well, and childcare is so expensive. So expensive. I've been fortunate enough that I haven't really had to give – well, I have my parents watching him all yeah. the time, but – and it's free, but – it's it's difficult. Childcare is very hard to come by. Even me reaching out to places just to see and inquire, I reached out to like five different places and nobody could fit Luca in. Yeah, and it's tough. And they are not cheap. No, you know, it's like even if they don't go for the day, you still have to pay for the day. And it's yeah, like, what the hell. It's all it's expensive. It's yeah, and too like I you know I work nights and the patient load that we've been given get getting lately, um takes a toll on me. I don't want to come home to my kid and my husband and put all that negative energy towards them. And Mm -hmm. then I can't be fully present for my kid because I'm freaking tired and I have to go back to work later that night. Like when I would get out of work at 730 in the morning, when I get home, baby's just waking up. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Then I have to tend to my kid, do all the things and I'm just like not fully present. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And Or I'm stressed out and I take it out on them or... And you're right. You don't want to do that. No, I don't. And that's something that's very important to me. So I'm like, you know what, if this is what I have to do in order to provide flexibility, stability, happiness, then I will take that instability really mm-hmm. from getting like weekly income and stuff like that to just. Well, and, and you also have the support of your husband. Yeah. 
who is also bringing in money. Right. So it's not like you're alone. Right. You know? Right. So like you, the fact that you even have an opportunity to kind of cut back and give yourself some freedom Mm -hmm. is great because he's there to support both of you. Right. Because I don't, I know this isn't the case for everybody Mm -hmm. because, you know, there's single moms, single dads. Um, Not even that, like if you just live on your own, like it's hard to make a, um, a big change in your life. When, yeah, I'm not happy, but it's consistent and I'm able to live with this freedom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I know not everyone has that opportunity, so it is harder for others to make a 180 switch. But if you need a reset in life, like definitely, like I told Annie, I told I told her to make a list. Mm-hmm. Right? And I did. I did make a list. You write down things like, okay, this is what I want to do. Then these are things that I would do temporarily to get there it might not be ideal like I literally told her I was like go work like an online like work from home job and she's like well that's not really what I want to do I'm like I know but it's just temporary like Mm -hmm. you can build yourself up and then also write down things that you wouldn't consider doing but that's like the outside of your comfort zone you're like okay I wouldn't necessarily want to do this but it's going to provide me with all the things that I'm looking for temporarily so I can get back to the first column, what mm-hmm. I want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the goal? So I don't know. That was the advice I had given you. And I think Yeah, I mean, it, it, it does help. And I think I also need to go back and just like not redo it, but look at what I wrote. Because I did this mm-hmm. maybe like a week ago. Mm-hmm. And um, it did help. It's, it puts it in perspective when you see it on paper. Like, yeah. oh, this and that and this. And I was, I was literally – Pinterest and Googling like job lists because yeah. I was like, what am, what would I be interested in if yeah. the opportunity came and it was going to pay me enough and right. it was just like a good fit and all these things came up and I was like, no, no, yes. Hmm. Like, oh, maybe I would do that. Right. You know? So then I made a list of all those things on three separate pages, but I was also in a very like clouded headspace where I was just feeling super emotional. So now that I feel a little bit better, I think it's wise to go back and look mm-hmm. through that because maybe there's stuff where I was like, I wouldn't work that, but maybe I actually would. Right. Or maybe I want to add to my list of like, absolutely not. Right. Um, and it, it does help and it, it's nice to write things down. I'm a big writer. Mm-hmm. I like to have shit down on paper. Yeah, like physical. I'm not yeah. a computer type outer person. I don't like to um, – put I put notes in my phone but like usually if I put a note there I'll never look at it again yeah I like to have things physically written down Mm -hmm. because I think there's that connection between your mind and your hand when you're physically writing something out right that kind of like puts it out there better for you to understand right so I do agree that making lists is important um and then also maybe trying to figure out two in another list or another page like professionally and personally pros and cons of each Mm -hmm. or what I what I need, what I can't live without, right. what I absolutely do not need. Right. What I maybe can live without. Right. And just putting things under that. Like, do you really need to go pay to get your hair cut every two weeks? Just a haircut, you know? Like, yeah. can you do it once a month or can you do it right. maybe every six weeks if you need, like, the extra income or right. all those things? Right. So there's different things to put into perspective, but um, making lists is a good place to start. Yeah, I know from just like a lot of financial books that I have read, um, the infamous Dave Ramsey, he says that um, live like no one else so that later you can live like no one else. Meaning, 
if you have to cut back and not do all the things like, oh, you see people, people eating out all the time, they're going on trips, doing all this stuff. If you live by not doing all those things, live like no one else, you're saving all your money, you're hoarding it, then you can pay off all your things and whatever. And then later down the road, you can do the things that nobody mm-hmm. else is doing because right. you made that sacrifice, that temporary 100%. sacrifice. Yeah. So. And me, like me personally, I 100% have started doing that stuff. I haven't, um, I haven't purchased anything that's on that literally gas groceries. Maybe if Luca needs something, mm-hmm. he doesn't need any toys. Like Christmas just happened. Like we're good on toys yeah. and all that fun stuff. But the basic necessities is what I have been purchasing. And of course, bills. Yeah. So like your bills that you got to pay, right. your rent that's due. But for me, it's only been groceries and gas. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, I can cut back on stuff. I don't need to be doing any of this. Right. You know? And um, it's a li- little easier in the winter too when there's yeah, not oh, yeah. much to do anyways. It just stay at is. home. Like, yeah. where am I going to go? And I'm thinking too, like when my kid's here, I'm not going to be going anywhere. Right. Well, I say I'm not going to be, but like it's not like I'm going to be spending money because I – you know, your disability when you get it, it's only like a partial mm-hmm. percentage of your income. And I'm like, okay, like that's fine. Like even if I wasn't really getting a whole lot anyways, it's mm-hmm. not like I would need a lot. Right. Um, but again, it's just evaluating your yeah. own situation. And I mean, when the baby comes and weather's nicer, like you might not want to go do anything. You might just want to like take a walk. Yeah. And just that doesn't outside. cost anyone. Yeah. You know, there's things, obviously, like you said, winter time makes it a little bit harder, but there are things that you can do that don't require money. Mm-hmm. You know, if the weather's good or at home or just like things you already have, but I'm not paying to get my nails done. I'm not paying to, I'm not buying like, even as a makeup artist, like I'm not buying new makeup to yeah. just have in hoard. Like I'm making sure that I spend my money wisely and I save my money wisely and I'm prioritizing what's necessary right. in order to do what I need to do. Right. It's like, do I need to Amazon 17 things this week? Right. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, no, I've lived this far yeah. without it. I don't and need it. And also too, like eating out. I haven't eaten out. Lie. I didn't pay for it though. Alex did. But last, <laughs> last night we he grabbed food on the way his house when I met him there for dinner um but that was the first time I've had food that wasn't ordered in I want to say at least a month that's really good yeah and I'm not I'm not a person who eats out very often like I do like to go out to dinner once in a while but I haven't gone out to dinner since probably way before Christmas yeah but I'm like you know what I I have food in this house yeah I just need the basics right like chicken Ground beef, ground turkey, like whatever stuff to put in the meals. Like I've got all the sides, right? So I just got to make it. And making shit is more time consuming, but it's little things like that where you're like, okay, I can save an extra hundred dollars, literally, literally, because everything's so. When you eat out, it just adds up so quick. Yeah, it's convenient, but it just adds up. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just I feel like a lot of people that we know are in this same boat of needing a reset in their lives. Um, and it's a dark, it's a dark place to be. Mm-hmm. It's frustrating. And people like, again, I'm going to reiterate it. People don't talk about it and it is important to know that it is temporary. I also always tell myself that like everything's temporary, nothing lasts forever. You'll get over this. Good things will happen. Mm-hmm. Of course, you have to work for those good things to happen, right. but it's temporary and it'll it'll go by 
faster than you think it will Mm -hmm. and you're not the only one that's stuck right you'll look back on that time and be like damn yeah like i went through that like Mm -hmm. felt like forever while i was in it but now it's over and now look at me right you know what too if a nine to five is not for you this is where kind of where our conversation started. A nine to five started. ain't for me, says. When, uh, this is kind of where our conversation started before we started this episode because um, this is so off the rail. And dude, this is so random. It started because there's a huge game tonight and this will be over with by the time we post it, but whatever. There's a huge game tonight and in New York State, they just allowed um, sports betting to be legal. And um, my brother is very into it, so he called me because there's this huge game, and he's like telling me how to bet into it. Annie's overhearing it, so Annie gets into it, I'm and she's like, "You know what? <laughs> we have been. We ended up going through like the different types of things that you can do. You know what, baby? If you got to make an OnlyFans, that's okay. Do what you need. If to you do. need to sell feet pics, do what you need to do. <laughs> do what you need to do. If that brings some money in, do what you need." <laughs> to know if you need a fart in a jar and sell it <laughs> do first of all that's a real thing that is a real thing second of all baby do what you need to do right nobody no we're not judging we're i'm not sure judging. people are gonna judge if they know but we're not okay right. like people don't need to know where your money comes in if that's nobody. providing stability for you having a sugar daddy around that's stability for you do it it might not make you happy i don't know but if it does make you happy win-win Stability and happiness, good for you. Exactly. But if that's the 180 reset you need, maybe that's just what you need. I know some people you need. that have thrived. <laughs> Me too. Thrived. Honestly, same. I'm oh, a little least. bit jealous. There's so many things that you can sell online nowadays. It's insane. Some people just thrive on it. And I'm like, you know what? I'm sure good it's Good for a, you. Yeah. I never would have the balls to do that. I yeah. guess if my brother were to ever see Your my butthole. <laughs> I said feet. She said butthole. Let's pause. I like butthole better. (laughs) If you would ever see my butthole online, um, yeah, that's just a no for me, dog. But it might be for you. I I was just telling Mariah, my person, first of all, a butthole to me is an exit. It's not an entrance. But if you post it, it's an entrance for you. And it's an entrance for that cash to flow in, then that is you do you and never let anyone tell you to stop doing that. Because if it's if it's paying your bills and, and you keep that a roof over you your keep head, that flow, you keep doing what you're doing. Keep that entryway, baby. Keep it nice and open. Do we it. Love that for you. I don't know. There's I mean, Dude. obviously that's the extreme. Like, are we telling you to do this? No. But I'll support you if you do. We will support I you. I won't if you judge don't. it. Well, I won't actually support you. Like, yeah, like we're not gonna buy your shit. No, I'm not gonna buy your shit because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's need weird. That. <laughs> and I don't have a kink like that. Right. Thank you for asking. But um, we won't judge you. And then we won't judge. You know. And sometimes you gotta fucking do what you have to fucking do to keep food in your belly, a roof over your head, right. and to feed your fucking kids. Right. I know people that Even are. Even if you don't have kids, you got a dog. Or yourself. You have to feed you have bills. yourself. Yeah. You have whatever to you got to do. Yeah. Exactly. And people that are listening to this, if you're, like, rolling your eyes and, like, so pissed off and you're, like, that's disgusting, then, like, don't do it. Right. That's It's not – we're not saying you have to do it. Right. There's some people that strip – and actually, I told Annie about this because um, – not even strip. Just, like, our dancers. Like, First of whatever. all, I'm not going to lie. I would love to be a stripper. If I lived in the correct demographic, I would They be, make a I lot would, of money. I would be a stripper. If it was a – I mean, I don't have any knowledge of strip clubs. 
but I would love to do that because as a dancer, it is an art form. And there's, I know somebody's listening to this and they're like, that is disgusting. Have you ever been in a strip club before? They are gross. Like I get it. Like I, I know. Right. I know that I'm saying if I was in the right demographic, wasn't first of all, I wouldn't do that now. But if I was a little bit younger and maybe just a little bit carefree, didn't have a child, like didn't have all the responsibilities that I do, maybe I would do it. Maybe I would have done it if I went to school in like a big city or something. Yeah. And why some not? people rake money in. Yeah. It comes in. And like there's certain like rules and stuff, like that people can't touch you or whatever, you know. What right. I mean? So it's like it's kind more, of safe. more clubs are stricter than others. Yeah. More some clubs are trashier than others. Right. And of course you just have to find the right one. But as a dancer and as somebody who understands, which you don't even have to be a dancer to understand, no. but as somebody who has full blown respect yeah. for pole dancers, yeah. That's that shit is not easy. No. That is so hard. First of all, I dare you to go like take a pole class because that shit is tough. <laughs> I can't even imagine. My abs are cr- crying thinking about yeah. it. But doing all of that and like first of all, if somebody's paying you money to to perform, then like, okay, cool. Right. It's your job. Right. Like I know moms who are dancers like that and yeah. they put food on the table. Whatever you got to do. You know what I mean? I, there's like husbands on TikTok of strippers and stuff like that and they're like, I don't care. Look at my I, look at my I house. I literally I tell Alex all the time. I'm like, I need to be a, a, to this day. I'm like, I need to be a stripper. I need to be a stripper. And he's like, All right, let's go. Like, where can I take you? Like, what can we do to fulfill? <laughs> just take this? care of me. He's like, just take care of me. Like, you got you got everything. Like, I'm here to like fully support you. Right. Oh God, we love uh, him. Yeah. So I don't know. Shit's hard. Life is tough. Yeah. Whatever you need to do. To I'm do in a it. funk. It's not a funk. I'm just like I'm and it's like a funk. I'm feeling stuck. I just it's a lot of like weird feelings, especially like I said, at this age that we're in right now, because you feel like you should have it together, but mm-hmm. then you don't. And then some people do and some people don't. And it's just tough. And also being a single mom, you just feel like you're not where you thought you were going to be. Right. But do whatever you gotta do. Make a list. Chuck it twice, baby. Get a sugar daddy. Mm-hmm. Do what you gotta do. Take do that leap. Take that leap of faith. Hmm. I need to write that on my vision board. Let's <laughs> get all emotional again. Yeah. On your vision board. So it's tough, but we'll get through it. Yeah. We'll get through it, and our messages are always open. You know, that was a little bit, you know how we do that. We get into some serious stuff every now and again. But next week's episode is gonna be fun. Oh, we like, yeah, we like next week's episode. That's going to be so good. Um, but yeah, if you guys need any advice or options, I can probably I can provide you with some sort of <laughs> option <laughs> for you to get some money yes. flowing. You know what I mean? Oh, we could definitely, we could uh-huh. definitely, definitely do like a mini series on like side hustles. Side hustles. Just listing like off side Maybe hustles. we should even interview some side hustlers. Oh, we could. That's you know a good what? idea. Take it from like the source. Yeah. Why not? I think it'd be good. All right, you guys. We will see you on our next episode. All right. There's more to come next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. If you could do us a solid, subscribe and leave a review. Yeah, because that's how we're going to get noticed. That's how we're going to get better at this. So we appreciate the support and we'll catch you on the next one.